Welcome, 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 everyone, to the King Truth Podcast. I'm your host, King Truth, and I have some things that I want to talk about today. So, today's episode doesn't really have a format. I just kind of ranting a little bit. So, last night, I met a gentleman. Um, He started working for the company that I work for. And I had to train him last night and we were having a discussion. First off, he kind of came off a little rude um, to the employees that work there. But anyway, we started having a discussion and he started, he sparked the conversation by bringing up Colin Kaepernick. And he asked me, he's like, do you? Did you hear about the um, Kaepernick settlement and how much money he's getting? They settled for 60 to $80 million. I was like, yeah, I heard about it. So he went and said that if it was for the cause, while he took a knee for the, uh, while the national anthem was going on, if it was for the cause, he shouldn't have took the money. So I asked him, I said, well, the owners of the league pretty much were conspiring against him to prevent him from playing. Um, he's obviously better than a lot of the backups that these teams have, and they were going out signing players that hadn't played for like three or four years. And his lawsuit had nothing to do with what he was standing for. It was, you are pretty much blackballing me from the NFL. So the NFL settled, they gave him a whole lot of money, and he deserved that money. That is money that he was missing out on. I said, but he shouldn't have been blackballed for kneeling for the flag. So he states that, you know, he's a vet, and he believed that kneeling for the flag was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. And like I told him, I was like, what you don't understand is a Navy SEAL vet is the one that told him it was more respectful to kneel for the flag than it was to sit for the flag. Because originally, Colin Kaepernick didn't stand. He just sat on the bench while the national anthem was going on. And he pretty much went in on, you know, if a vet gives permission to somebody to kneel for the flag, should we all follow his suggestion i was like well he's a vet you know those are the ones that um are fighting for this country and he even stated that the cause that kaepernick was kneeling for was a good cause to kneel for that's why a lot of veterans follow colin kaepernick and he was like well i'm a vet and i don't i was like well that's you're just one of many so then we got on to slavery um i forgot to mention this guy is a um african-american gentleman he is 20 years older than i am um and he had some weird opinions so i said when it came to slavery this country was built on the back of slaves and native americans if it wasn't for them stealing Native American land and having Africans work the land and build Washington, D.C., our capital, there wouldn't be a country. 
he was like that's not what this country was built on it wasn't built on slavery so I asked him you know what was the country built on and he said it was built on freedom okay so at that point I just kind of had this glazed look over my face like this is for real a black man telling me this like I've never heard this before so I was like no this country was built capitalism in this country was built on slavery it was built on stealing land from Native Americans and he said that the Native Americans did not have their land taken from them that they sold their land to pretty much the colonizers that came um, that New York was sold that the Midwest was sold that Florida was sold the Native Americans sold that land and I was like that's not true America bought the land from the French who stole it from Native Americans especially Florida and the Louisiana Purchase and it, now I'm starting to get a little irritated so he goes on this rant that I believe everything that liberals and Democrats tell me and like I told him I was like a liberal and a Democrat didn't tell me this I read it in a book that was written by historians autobiographies regular biographies you know I'm I'm an African-American studies major um, and history major so I have to know this stuff for my profession that I'm planning on going into and I was like first off why why are we talking Democrat Republicans like because all black people vote Democrat I was like okay do you understand why that happened like why did they switch from voting Republican to voting Democrat and he said because the Democrats were giving them everything and blah 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 I was like no they voted Republican because the Klan voted Democrat and then in 1964 when Barry Goldwater ran for president he ran on a platform of segregation. He wanted to bring back everything that Martin Luther King fought against. He voted against the Civil Rights Act bill. Um, he opposed the voting rights bill. He opposed all the desegregation that was going on in this country at that time. So the Southern Democrats or the Klan didn't like where the Democratic Party was going under John F. Kennedy and Lyndon B. Johnson. So they switched parties, which Lyndon B. Johnson predicted that because he stated the minute he signed that Civil Rights Act bill of 1964 that the Democrats just lost the South. And they did. Those people switched over, started voted, voting Republican. Um, but he didn't want to believe that he stated that Barry Goldwater was not a racist he did not believe in segregation because he was the one who started the NAACP in Arizona that I don't know I'm pretty sure it's not true 
but he said the reason why he opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1964, he didn't oppose the whole act. He opposed one part of it. And that part was the fact that the government told businesses that they couldn't discriminate. Pretty much the government had their hand in people's private businesses and Goldwater didn't agree with that. That private businesses should be able to make decisions on their own. So at this point now I'm I'm a little worried because in front of me is a African American man in his 50s who is stating that he is for discrimination and segregation. He is for a business telling someone you can't eat here or you can't come here because of how you look. So I asked him, I said, if you walk into a restaurant, you're hungry, you order a burger and the owner comes out and says, I'm not going to serve you because you're a black man. I mean, what are you going to do? Oh, I'll just go somewhere else. Like, no, dude discrimination is wrong like you he claims to be a christian and i never read anywhere in the bible where jesus discriminated on against anybody not one person even mary magdalene who they called a prostitute he didn't discriminate against her matter of fact he brought her along jesus said we are to treat everyone like we would treat him so my question is to him, if Jesus is black, let's say Jesus is black, Jesus is white, Jesus is whatever you want him to be, it's okay to discriminate against him because of how he looks. He said, I have a right to determine who comes and goes from my business. I'm not a angry guy. I don't get mad. It, I mean, it takes a lot to push me to the point to where I just don't like you and I physically want to hurt you. And listening to him talk, I was starting to get to that point, to the point to where I can feel the blood in my veins boiling because this whole conversation angered me. Because I'm listening to a man who is from Memphis, the location of the assassination of Dr. King, Memphis, speak like this. And it, it threw me for a loop, pretty much, the whole conversation. So then we got on to taxes I was trying to end the conversation I was trying to stay to myself I was trying to be quiet because the more he talked the more I wanted to you know get in his face and yell at him so then we got on to taxes and he you know I was like so let's let's talk about taxes for instance the tax cut that Trump made did that help us and he was like, yeah, it did. It created jobs. And my son, who works for Sam's Club, got a $3,000 bonus. I was like, ooh, that's nice. 
do you know what kind of bonus the CEO of Walmart got? And he was like, no, I don't. I was like, well, the CEO got around 60 mil off top. So while your son is happy about his little 3,000, CEO got a tax, uh, got a um, bonus of $60 million. And, and that's what the tax cut did. The tax cut helped the rich and made us feel like we got something. Because everybody that has filed their tax returns have found out that they're getting less money this year than they got last year. And he said that is because more money was being less money was being taken out of our checks. So that way we have more money on the check. Okay. But if I'm getting $500 less on my income tax, right? I kind of favored them taking a little bit more out because that means I got more, more money back. And then he talked about how the government can't fund things they're they're bad with money and that a private firm should handle our tax money and should not um and the government should not have anything to do with it again this is a idiotic idea because now you're asking private people to handle trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars you're telling me there's not going to be any there's corruption in, in the government but you're telling me there's not going to be more corruption with this private firm come on man that's that's plain stupid and then he he was like because if they did handle our tax money right they go ahead and build that wall okay now i know who i'm talking to i should have known who i was talking to but now i really know who i'm talking to and I was like, okay, let's talk about that. He declared a national emergency at the wall. But Flint, Michigan still does not have drinkable water. So which is a bigger national emergency? Flint or the wall? He's like, well, Flint is a state issue. They should handle it themselves. Okay, but you see they haven't handled it in six years. So shouldn't the federal government step in and be like, look, we need to, we need to do something about this because this is killing people. He's like, well, Mexicans are killing people. Okay. Where are you getting your stats from? And then he was like, the majority of the people that cross the border are um, drug dealers and criminals. I was like, speaking on the drugs. 80 to 90 percent of the drugs are caught trying to come through legal ports of entry i was like and that's not me saying it that's coming from the department of homeland security it's on their website so you're telling me the person that he appointed to lead the department of homeland security is lying about these stats He's like, well, the Border Patrol, I guess they're lying because they say it's coming other uh, other places. I was like, dude, Border Patrol is part of the National, uh, of the Department of Homeland Security. So either they're going against their bosses who they're giving this information to, 
or they're lying to other people. I was like, 90%, 80 to 90% of all drugs come through legal ports of entry. And I said, the people that are trying to come over here are people who are seeking asylum because their lives have been threatened in their home country. And they're coming here to seek our help. They're coming here to seek safety because if they go back home, surely they're going to die. For instance, there was a transgender woman who escaped El Salvador, came to the border and asked for asylum. They told her no and sent her back to El Salvador. Three days later, she was found dead dead she told the the government i fear for my life if i if i stay there if i go back there and they're like hey oh well you can't stay here go back to where you came from and then she was murdered a lot of people that we send back who are seeking asylum who are seeking asylum for a reason ends up getting murdered a fact it's like well do we seek asylum anywhere actually Americans do seek asylum there are Americans who have sought asylum in Mexico or Canada or Switzerland or Norway or Finland or Britain or France or you know it can go on and on and on and on there are people in every country that are seeking asylum for some reason from their home country so then we talked about um, Nat Turner. He was completely against Nat Turner. He was pretty much against everything that we stand for, we believe and, and, and follow. He is for discrimination. He is for lower taxes on the rich um he's not for um he doesn't believe that racism and discrimination right now exists in this country he believes that the democrats and the liberals are lying to the public they're creating these books and and information to brainwash people when everything that I was giving him was facts and I've noticed that about a lot of people facts don't matter they want to believe what they believe and what somebody told them instead of researching the information that was given to them and that's him I pulled up the information about Barry Goldwater, about the Native Americans, about slavery, about taxes, about Nat Turner. He even said Malcolm X was for making America better. When Malcolm X was for making black people better, it wasn't the country. It was improving our standard of living. I had to prove that to him. His argument against socialism was wrong. Socialism is global. Globalism is what he said. 
socialism is globalism and if we went if we became a socialist country we would be like venezuela again not true the whole point of socialism is to allow the people to have a say in what is going on he said we do have a say we get to vote people into office and vote people out of office which is true that doesn't make you a, uh, that's not necessarily going to work in your favor because you can vote somebody into the White House you can vote somebody into Congress but you still have lobbyists that are bigger than we are these companies are bigger than we are and they go to the White House they go to the Senate they go to the House of Representatives and they're pretty much like hey if you do this for me I'll scratch your back I will help you get reelected we don't have that power we should if we unite but we don't have that power and the whole thing about socialism is making it equal as far as every American just like it says in the Declaration of Independence that every American should be able to have and enjoy the pursuit of life liberty and happiness but if we're at the bottom and we're struggling and we're paying everything and we're living check by check yeah you can look happy but when you get home behind closed doors you are stressed because you're trying to figure out how am I going to pay this bill how am I going to pay that bill like it happens so that's all socialism is it has nothing to do with globalism capitalism is globalism and it I just don't understand like I really don't like I'm looking at this guy and I'm like man what happened like seriously what happened you're from Memphis you should be the one talking about how we should be uplifting us and how everybody is is downing us and putting us down no you're talking about it's not us it's for the common good of the country this country was built on freedom and liberty that's that's that I don't he is like the gentleman that um, Malcolm X had spoke about in one of his speeches he is that house negro he is the one who lives in the big house he's the one that eats good gets good clothes when the when the master say when the master is sick he go what's wrong boss we sick he doesn't identify himself without his master if the master's house is on fire he'll work as hard as the master to put that fire out and if a slave came up to that house negro and said let's run away let's separate 
he'd say, run away for what? From this good white man who's taking care of me? Man, you crazy. But that's the mindset that he has. He literally has that mindset. So it's just I never thought that I would run into somebody like that. I mean, I've been living on this earth for 33 years, and I don't think one time I've ever met anybody that was like that. Even even black Republicans can tell you that slavery, this country was built on slavery. And then they'll go into their spill on that was in the past, we're in the future. I'm cool with that argument. But when you flat out say that this country wasn't built on slavery, when you flat out say you're for discrimination, you're a totally different brother. A totally different brother. Like he made Kanye look sane after talking to him. After Kanye said that slavery was a choice and everybody was like, this man has lost his lost his mind. No. This man made Kanye West look like that statement was just a regular everyday statement that everybody says. That's how bad this conversation was. And the sad part is I have to bite my tongue while at work because I mean I can't lose my job. I got to pay. I got bills to pay. But he needs to understand his history. He doesn't know his own history. He doesn't know the struggle that a lot of people went through. He doesn't know about Greenwood, Oklahoma. He doesn't know about Rosewood. He doesn't know that he didn't know that we have technically been free for about 55 years he doesn't know that he doesn't know that the first civil rights act that was passed in 1865 or 1866 um it really, I mean, yeah, it gave us freedom for, for, you know, slavery ended after the Civil War. We were free for seven years from 1865 to 1862 until the Great Compromise of 1862. He doesn't know that. He thinks that a Democrat, Andrew Johnson, is the one who ended Reconstruction. Everything is the Democrats' fault. Everything. And there's no, like some people you can talk to and then they'll be like, you know what? I never knew that. I'm going to go research it. No, that's not him. He is stuck. He is stuck in the sunken place. And how they use the flash to get, get, you know, the black people out of the sunken place in the movie. Flash ain't going to help him. He's gone. He's disappeared. 
he's no longer with us somebody else is controlling his body and somebody else is controlling his mind well that's my rant for the day um, I just needed to get that off you know my chest because it just rubbed me it, it just it got to me you know so I'd rather vent here and share my thoughts and opinions with y'all than be around this particular person and listen to the nonsense that comes out of his mouth so um, I hope y'all enjoy this episode um, look forward for my next one um, we're just going to keep this train rolling we're, we're going to keep trying to expand the podcast and we're going to keep um, growing so thank you talk to you next time peace peace